The top three things to give you FBL blue balls. Number three, benching a centre-back and he goes and scores his first and last ever career goal. Wow. Number two, Man City scoring 17 goals and they go and bench the one player you have. Oh, the bold fraud. And number one, Rafinha. Absolute tease he is. He's just, wow. <laughs> no, this is not the FPL cuck leaderboard, but it's Nathan Bacon Jerky. You're a jerk. Nathan Bacon Jerky. You're a jerk. Chimwagging about last week's games. You're a jerk. Knee jerking over any good players for next week. You're a jerk. The Game Week 30 knee jerk. You're a jerk. You're a jerk. Alright, what is up, you sexy sausages? We're back for a bit more jerky. Oi, oi, we're gonna jerk so hard that, uh, I'll get banned off YouTube. Yeah, that's the plan, that's the plan, isn't it? But this is Nathan making jerky, as always, going over last week, which is still going on, actually. We're still in the middle of the week. I swear, since I've started this podcast, every single week's been a double, so it just kind of doesn't make sense when we got half of the game week to go, and I'm like, oh, this game week is finished. It's like, a uh, big a no, it hasn't. But it is still going on, as it is a double game week. We're still four games left to play. And then next week, there is only four games to play. Nah, that's absolute cheeky scrub behaviour. Only four games, and it's going to be the biggest big boy blank of the season, potentially. I think it probably is, actually, isn't it? Especially saying the Man Uniteds. No, why did I say them as if they're like the big FBL team? The Liverpools, the Man Cities, the Chelsea's and all that, they all blank, so I like A. But the teams that do play next week in Game Week 30 are Wolves against Leeds, Wolves at home, Villa against Arsenal, Villa at home, Leicester against Brentford, Leicester at home, Spurs against West Ham, Spurs at home. So as always, we're chinwag about the games last week with more of a... a focus on who's actually playing next week and suggesting some proper knee-jerky reactions and everything you know if one player that plays next week has gone and like Odegaard best ever player in the league right now he just had an amazing performance he plays next week get him in he's the best FPL player to own ever that is exactly what we do in jerky all right okay so the first game this week saw Brighton not give their fans a bright ton of fun right now like what has happened to them they have now lost five in a row and you know what I very much doubt it because all the other teams below them are even worse but they could actually end up in a slight bit of a relegation scrap, you know? They're only 11 points off of safety. And they're just crap. Can he score? And now the only good thing that was going for them, their defence, is also crap. But they don't play next week, so let's just socially distance away from them. Liverpool, though. Wow, yeah, they're just good, aren't they? Liverpool, five wins in a row. No, over five wins in a row. Only them, Chelsea and Arsenal are the only teams to win all of their last five in the league. Oh, see, we don't just talk about FPL here. Even the normal Premier League as well. Oh, no, one ever, no one ever does any content like me. Wow, I'm so original. <laughs> Liverpool, though, yeah, good. Salah, ooh. Now, I didn't captain Salah. As always, we'll go over the games and then actually talk about me. The more important thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't captain Salah. Um, what? I captained Harold Kane because I just love Harold Payne, apparently. But Salah did actually potentially get injured. Now, it's not a bad injury to the point where you're like, oh, he's definitely going to miss this game, maybe more. He might even be back for next game. And to be fair, Liverpool's next game is literally in like two weeks. 
Well, no, it's not. It's a lie. Ah, see? Ah, I'm confusing myself. I'm, be I'm being discombobulated. The next game is the next game of the double, but I mean to make an FPL decision to sell him or not is over two weeks. So, nothing we can do right now is going to make him play against Arsenal. But if he is out for that game, and then after, you're like, oh... Maybe I use this opportunity because Liverpool blank next week to sell Salah, get in someone like a Coutinho, a Madison, maybe even an Ericsson. We'll get to Brentford in a minute, but he's pretty good. Maybe that could be on our, I don't know, it might tickle our pickle, you know. But uh, apart from that, Liverpool, I mean, they literally played Watford in 31, who did actually get a win. We'll get to them as well. So I'd say keep the, th probably, you probably have at least double, probably triple Liverpool. I'd say keep them, knee-jerk reaction, best team in the league, apart from Man City. And they're still good to keep even through this blank. Because that's the thing about this blank is that you're probably, like, well, we'll go over options for each team when we get to them. But realistically, you could do well in this blank with literally only five or six players. Because there isn't really, as long as you've got the Sun Kane uh, the Martinelli, Sackers, maybe a Madison. That's about it, really. You don't really need a Rafinha, a Coutinho. They could do well, but they actually got hard fixtures. So, you know what I'm saying. You know, I, I, I've ruined my content now. That, that's literally the entire podcast was talking about that. Never mind. <laughs> right, let's move on to the next game, though. Brentford, Burnley. Wow. Brentford, well, Ericsson effect, in it? Brentford looked like they were going to be in a relegation scrap. They don't even need to put the boxing gloves anymore. Two wins in two for them. And looking pretty damn good against a Brexit Burnley, who didn't look pretty good. But you know what? Who is looking even better? Tony the Tiger. Wow. He was out for literally only three games. He's come back. He scored five goals in his last two. I mean, he literally has played Norwich and Burnley, the two bottom teams in the league. So... He's not going to play them every week. I don't expect him to keep it up. And three of those penalties, so over half of those penalties were... I said that completely wrong and spoiled what I was going to say. <laughs> three of those goals were penalties, so over half of the five goals were penalties. He's now scored 11 goals this season. I'm pretty sure five, maybe six of them are pens. So he's just a bit of a pen merchant. So he does play in blank game week 30. So if you need a striker, he's not the worst of shouts, but then after that, he has Chelsea, West Ham, Watford. Teams like Watford and that, they probably are still great to target, but you've got to be careful because the relegation fighting teams are actually, because they actually have something to fight for, they can be a bit more unpredictable. But the fact that Brentford are also going to, it's, it's basically a six-pointer for them. That game right there could be the, the final thing to say, yeah, Brentford, we're safe if we win this. So they could do bits there. So maybe Tony the Tiger long-term could be it. But the, the fact that Brentford, if they do win one or two more, they might be safe. Even though their last three fixtures of the season are good on paper. Because they're not going to be fighting for much. It's probably a good idea not to go for them. So... I'd say Tony the Tiger is one of the better strikers to go for in blank gaming 30, but uh, he is a pen merchant. Brentford are probably going to dive off a cliff once they decide they're safe, which then they're not going to be. But, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? I swear I'm not even saying words. Hello. Next time I will research the dictionary before I do this podcast. Thank you. Burnley, though. Crap. Relegated. Don't play next week. Knee jerky reaction, get them down to League Two, never mind the championship. Bye. <laughs> we move on to Man United Spursy. Wow, what a game. So, Ronaldo Hattrick is Ronaldo back. I mean, he wasn't that far gone, but 
apart from when he scored against Brighton three, four weeks ago, he, he hasn't scored since game week 20. And now he's just like, nah, you know what? I like scoring against Spurs. Let's score all of the goals. Hat-trick for the Sioux. So fair play to him. Fair play to him. Man United, though, do not uh, play in blank game week 30. And then the fixtures after are actually pretty okay. So maybe one to sneakily jump on. Um, I doubt Ronaldo's going to be that, though, especially if they're still in the Champions League. But they actually have their game this week. Tuesday, I think. So... Ronaldo and Man United could be out of the Champions League and they've only got the league to look for. So maybe Ronaldo could be on our plates ready for game week 31, maybe 32, as a Kane replacement. Ah, we'll, we'll keep an eye out for that. But for now, we all have Kane. Who scored in this game? Well, hey. Well, we don't all have Kane, but you should. Because look at this. 11 goals, 3 assists. And I swear half of them have been in the last like 4 or 5 games. He has got what, 4 goals and an assist in his last 3 not bad at all. Not bad at all. And his fixtures long term. Oh boy. Now Spurs, they are 8th in the league. They are 6 points off Arsenal. So not the best, right? Probably not going to have a chance to fight for Champo League. But Europa League, definitely they can. They don't want to be put in the Conference League again, do they? They are below Wolves with games in hand. And games in hand over West Ham and Man United. So... Spurs with good fixtures upcoming. They still got Brighton to play this double. West Ham to play in the blank. So if you def if you need some players for the blank, I'd say definitely jump on them like a trampoline. Spursies could be the ones to go for. Because West Ham, defensively, they're still not great. I think that that's the thing you've got to realise with FPL. Like if you actually look at the fixtures, Wolves leads, Villa Arsenal, Leicester Brentford, Spurs West Ham. Every single one of them could go either way. Even the Leicester one, you're like. On paper, that looks like a Leicester win. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Brentford go and win 2-0. So, the fact is like that, I think you just got to back the players that not everybody can get to, you know. The fact the Canes, the Sons, a lot of people might have already got them in for this double. Like me, I wildcarded. We'll, we'll go into my wildcard team later. But Kane, you got to get him. you got to get him. I reckon he's the best captain next week. If you don't got him, though, a Son, even a Kulazewski, definitely good enough anyway. Spurs, though... Are they good enough to keep long-term? I think maybe after Game Week 30, that's when we can actually reassess. Because for now, I feel like a lot of people are focusing, and rightfully so, on Game Week 30. I'll say that. I should mention that some people are on a free hit. So, if you are going free hit, is triple Spurs too much? I would probably go double Spurs. Maybe a Matt Doherty, because he's the best defender in the league, apparently. And probably a Kane over a Son, just for the pens, like we saw against Man United. But yeah, my knee-jerky reaction, Spurs, you don't have to have triple Spurs, but I'd say at least one is needed for next week. Two to three is ideal, though. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. All right, next game then, Chelsea-Newcastle. Wow, wow. Newcastle have been on an absolute streak, proper bacon streak, but they lost. And I get uh, Chelsea, though, it was a bit of a, a game of a lot of nothing, really, wasn't it? There wasn't any two... Too many clear-cut chances. The Havertz girl was taken nicely. But Chelsea don't play game week 30. Their fixtures after this are actually very good. Very, very good. Brentford at home, Southampton, Leeds, West Ham, Everton, Wolves. Those are all winnable games. And they got two games incoming, both at home. So could get all the doubles as well. So right now, if you have to go for some Chelsea boysies, got to be Kai Havertz. What has happened to him? 
He does this towards the end of seasons in it. He's like, you know, you know what? I've been chillaxing playing Fortnite for the first half. Now I'm actually going to try. Oh, when I try, I do good. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's got four goals in the league in his last three games, which is over half the goals he scored this season. He scored in game week three. He scored in game week 11. And apart from that, he hadn't scored until game week 28. He scored three goals in game week 28 against Burnley Norwich and one goal here against the Newcastle. And just looking pretty damn good, if I do say so myself. I mean, his footballing ability, not just his looks, but he's also got that going for him as well, fair play. He's only 7.8 million though, so maybe after game week 30. That's a problem with G knee jerky. Do I just look at next week or do I try and look past that as well? I try and go mainly next week, but also chinwag about it past that. Because obviously that comes into decisions as well. So long term, Chelsea, yes. Next week, no. So apart from Havertz, though, probably just Rudiger. Maybe Mount. And that's about it, really. I don't trust anybody else to start. Mendy would probably start most games. But he's not going to score all of the points. Chalaba could be one, you know. Only 4.7 mil, playing a lot of games. Especially with Thiago Silva needing a rest and all that around all the other competitions they're in. Um, and all that. But also, then again, Chelsea. Chelsea are going to be our non-FPL topic, by the way. Because um, they almost couldn't play this game. Because of the whole Abramovich situation. So we'll get into that after all of these games. After we've jerked hard enough that everybody's gone to sleep. That's the goal, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, apart from that, they don't play next week. And long term, maybe look at them after. Newcastle. Do not play next week. Either. And their fixtures are... Okay, not amazing at all. Spurs, Wolves, Leicester, Norwich, Liverpool, Man City. So yeah, probably a avoid for them, even though they're looking pretty good. So it's probably a good thing that they've been on this good streak, because if they didn't pick up results there, they would find it very, very tough. But the fact that Burnley's their last game of the season, and they've got Norwich to play as well, I reckon they're safe. But not safe for our FBL options, I would stay away. Everton, Wolves was the next game then. Wolves winning 1-0. Of course... When all of us go get go it hard on all of the Wolves players last week, I had double Wolves defense on my clean, uh, double Wolves defense on my free hit. They did keep one clean sheet to be fair, but one of the players I did get in was Cody, and Cody goes and scores. I mean, his third goal of the season, so it's not like his first and last goal, like I said in the intro. But he goes and scores and gets all of the bonus points just because, yeah. That's what FBL has to do, doesn't it? You back heavily on players, they don't score. The next week, they go and score. As we'll see with Jacob Ramsey as well, who literally scored and continued, didn't do anything, when a lot of people probably did the opposite for the free yet, just like me. Wow. <laughs> but Wolves, though, Wolves are a team playing in Gimme 30, and actually started, they look better the last two games, to be fair. They won 4-0 against Watford and 1-0 against Everton away here, even though Everton are... <laughs> Everton might get relegated. We'll get to them in a minute. But they they are joint joint relegation right now in terms of points. Only goal difference keeping them above it. Wow. They best get the snorkel out because they ain't going to be breathing far along down there. Wolves, though, for the double... Uh, for the blank after their double, sorry. Um, Wolves against Leeds. Wolves are at home. Leeds not really scoring much. So maybe a Wolves defend. If you're on a free hit, I would genuinely be tempted to go double Wolves defense. Probably a Saring goals. And then maybe a Cody. I don't know if you can trust anyone else. Sice might get rotated. Willie Bolly. Will Willie be out? We don't know. Maybe your Willie will be out if Cody goes and scores again. And you have him. 
But, uh, yeah, I don't know if you can trust them. Eight Nori and Marcel are having a bit of a fisticuff battle, just rotating every game. Uh, right back, Johnny. Johnny could be good to start, but uh, games are in quick succession. Maybe not ideal for him. Yeah, but um, Wolves then. I would go definitely, definitely at least one defender. I actually don't have any Wolves right now. And oh, it's so annoying. On my wild card, which we'll get into after, I went cash over Cody. Because one, I had cash, and I was like, hey, where can we spend it? And also, I was like, you know what? Cody's a bit boring. He's not going to get many attacking returns. Cash, look at him right now. He's getting all the goals, getting all the assists. Get him in, yes. And now, Cody goes and scores. Cash didn't score. Cody has a better Game Week 30 fixture. And also, his fixtures long-term are also pretty good as well. Ah! It's annoying. It's so annoying. Proper jaw-spinning activity from FBL right there. But yeah, the fixtures are good enough where even if you're looking for somebody long-term, you're not free in. I think a Cody could be very good for your bench. Mainly because Leeds at home, one of the best clean-cheatable, is that a word? Could be. Clean-cheatable fixtures for this blank. But then also they got Villa, Newcastle, Burnley, Brighton, Norwich in there. But also hard games so you can rotate in and out if you need to as well. So I would go defender. I wouldn't go any of their mids. I mean, Podunce Neto could do well. Maybe you can get a cheeky punt on them. If you're on a free hit, then I would be tempted to go for someone like that. Someone a bit spicy, but um, hard to say right now. And then also up front, Huang went off injured. Yeah, Huang went off injured. And I only picked I picked him up on, on my wild card just for this blank. So that's pretty unlucky. Jimenez then could be more nailed, I guess. But Huang's more playing as the wing. Slash rotation striker rather than uh, over Jimenez. Fabio Silva could come in though. Mm, yeah, no, it's probably just Jimenez, their defenders. I'm sorry, sorry. This is Nathan Bacon jerky. We got a knee jerk over anything that just happened. Connor Cody is the best centre-back in the league. You need to get him in. Triple captain next week. Confirmed. All right, there you go. The next game though, wow, big, 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 big boy game in the relegation battle. Leeds only just... But they did it. Got the win against the Norwich. Norwich. They're like a proper, proper tease. Every game, you're like, wait, you know what? Norwich, actually, they're playing okay. They could they could actually stay up, you know? And then you realise they've probably lost about 30 games in a row now. And they're probably closer to League One than staying up right now. Yeah, Norwich going down, lads. To be fair, they're only five points off Everton. But they played joint most games more games than any other teams around them. No chance for you, lads. Well, their fixtures are actually okay-ish, though, aren't they? So maybe, maybe you can get... You know what, Pookie. Pookie's been allergic to blanking lately. He has got two goals and an assist in his last three. Eight goals this season for him. Proper under the radar. Because you would have said Norwich have done a lot worse this time than they did last time. And yeah, why am I... Why am I spending that, that this much time talking about Norwich? Come on, Bacon. I stop wasting time. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Move on. Leeds are a team playing in Game Week 30. And they won. Well, hey, first win under their new manager right here. Uh, not quite Bielsa Bucket. Um, we have to stuck, we're stuck with the American. Totally rad. Totally gnarly result, man. Yeah, we the way we pressed the ball was magnificent. I, I still have flashbacks from Bob Bradley as a American manager, so it's just like, I don't know. Geldhart, though, scored the winning goal, and he's only 4.6 million, 
And I reckon he'll start next game with Bamford. <laughs> Look at this. Minutes played, one. Goal scored, one. Geld Hart, best player in the league. If he keeps up that goal to game ratio, he scored 90 goals in the blank next week. What more do you want from a striker? Get him in. But no, honestly, he could be the perfect, perfect player to get in if you're trying to get funds for someone else. If you have someone up front... I don't know, maybe like, Anto oh, I, I guess you don't really want to be getting rid of the likes of Antonio, Lacazette, Jimenez, because they all play, and Watkins. Is there any other strikers anybody else owns? Probably not. If you've got, who else is up front? There's the, if you've got Weg Horse, there you go, and you want to get, you're not really, tick your pickle's not really being tickled by any other actual options, maybe this guy right here, Joe Gelhart, could be the best ever replacement because one, he might actually start next week and play. But also two, he gets the money out of your team so you can spread around the rest of your squad. Three, best player in the world. Four, he can also be a good bench option moving forward just because of his price. And his fixtures are good on and off, you know. Maybe come on for you, for you if you really need him to, but probably not. So yeah, he, he good. Apart from him... Who else would he go for? I mean, Rafinha is just an absolute tease, isn't he? He has actually only got his first return for five weeks, and he's only had two returns in his last ten or so. So not the best for him, but he does have nine goals, three assists. I mean, three or four of his goals were literally penalties all in a row. We don't even know if he's still got penalties. He probably does. Um, I don't have Rafinha. Do you need Rafinha? If you're on a free yet, I would get Rafinha, just because... The potential of penalties. But realistically, Wolves away is actually a hard fixture for them, I'd say. And also, Rafinha is just an absolute blue ball tease. You don't need him. You don't need him. But not bad at all to get him. Uh, so you, you could go for Gelhart. You could go for Rafinha. Could you go for anyone else? You could. But also, you probably want points. So probably leave it as that. All right. Moving on to the next game then. Southampton. Right, come on now, come on. Where Nathan Bacon Jerky, they're the biggest bacon... I completely messed up the punchline then. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> what, was I, what I was going to say was, where Nathan Bacon Jerky, they're streaky bacon. Because they're the most streaky team in world football I've ever seen in my life, right? Southampton, go, in, go on a fa fantastic run. They almost beat Man City. They almost beat Man United. They're winning all the games. And all of a sudden, three losses in a row for them. And they just don't look like they're up for it at all. I think that's I think that's more of a thing with Southampton is they get they get going, they're on a good winning streak. Like, yes, come on, we can do this. We can fight for Europa League. And then they have one loss, and they're like, ah, oh, Ed's down, don't want to play football anymore. I want to become table tennis player instead. Ah. Oh. So as soon as they lost to Villa, they don't look like they don't look up for it at all. I mean, when you're losing to Watford, who are still in the relegation zone. Zone the zone you don't want to be in the relegation zone after that game, then yeah you just know Southampton. Sorry lads, no they don't play in the blank though, so maybe a good opportunity to get rid of Brogia who was benched. Did come on at half time to be fair, but he was benched. Adams is the only strike I'd go for there. Of course Adams, goal goal assist goal doesn't blank for four weeks. I get him in my free hit on the double. He doesn't get anything and then he gets points straight after as well. I yeah, I am. Their fixtures long term are actually okay, but it's blank, then Leeds. Leeds good, but then Chelsea, Arsenal straight after, so not amazing. So I would actually get rid of Southampton players if you for some reason got them. I mean, if you got like Liveramento, 
maybe Brozar's good enough to keep on the bench because of his price, but I would consider still getting rid just because you can. <laughs> Watford, though, do we care? Probably not. Cucho, though. Cucho is only 5 mil. He, he's better than Brozar, confirmed. He has now scored three goals in the last, well, two game weeks, technically, because he was double, but three, three goals in the last three games. A brace in this game. Five goals for the season as well. He's actually, he's looking pretty good, actually. So the fact that Watford need to get results, right? They play Leeds, Brentford, both at home. Burnley, all at home, actually. Only separated by the worst fixture in the entire league. Man City away uh, and Liverpool away just before that. Uh, maybe the, especially Cucho could actually, wait, hang on. Am I suggesting a Watford striker? Have we not learned from Dennis and King? What am I doing? Cucho, though, could be it. He could be it. Hey, only 5 million. Good enough for the bench. Good fixtures. Doesn't play in the blank, though, so let's move on. No one cares. To West Ham Villa, the penultimate game that's actually happened so far. Right here. And West Ham. Ah. So, yeah, I got in cash on my wildcard. Because I was like, ah, West Ham, they played in Europa League. They had a, a long travel to Spain. They also lost. So I was like, ah, oh, you know what? Yeah, they're not looking... They're not, they might not be in the best of shape. Wait, Bowen's confirmed out. Ah, they're not going to score, right? Beats Villa 2-1. I like it. Uh, Yarmolenko, though, you got to respect, you know, Ukraine. You, what, do, what, what are they called? Ukrainese? You, he's from Ukraine, and when he scored, he got a bit emotional. So you love to see him score and all that. Amazing, amazing. That is really good to see. Also, not good for me to see, though, because I lost the cash clean sheet from that. I like it. Ramsey, though, of typical FBL, right? Like I was saying earlier, you get in... A lot of people might have had Ramsey last week for their double. Villa score all the goals. Nothing for Ramsey. Coutinho gets all the points. Now, this week, Coutinho, nothing. Ramsey scores. And a lot of people who actually still kept Ramsey or have Ramsey from last week, I benched him this week. And he goes and scores this week, not last week. I like it. But what, what were we expecting, really? Both of these teams are playing next week, so it's good to chinwag about them. But West Ham beating Villa when West Ham are home, not really surprising, though, is it? Even though they're without Bowen, their best player, even though they play Europa League, yeah, fair enough. Next week, though, West Ham are away to Spurs, so could be a difficult game. And FBL-wise, they're not actually the best to go for right now. Antonio actually went off injured, so I think Yarmolenko... I think Yarmolenko was the one that went up front. Because especially with Bowen out as well, they, they don't have... Not only is their only striker out, their backup st striker kind of thing with Bowen is also out. So, who's in? David Moyes has to sub himself up front now. Ben Rama to assist. Ben, ben Rama hasn't actually been starting a lot recently, has he? But maybe he's earned himself a start with this. So, Spurs away is a hard fixture. I probably wouldn't go any West Ham with transfers. Because none of the options stand out, really. Their fixtures are okay. Maybe a... Ah, oh, wait, no, I forgot. The best ever defender in the, in the game plays for them. Ben Johnson, still starting. 3.9 million. Might have gone up to 4 now. He'd probably be 5 million by the time of next week. Because he's going to score all the goals in this blank gaming 30. But even though Spurs away could be minus points... Ben Johnson gives you a fixture here and also saves you money and good fixtures long term and looks like he probably still keep playing because I think Soufal might be out for the rest of the season. Could be. Or at least he's not going to be rushed back anyway. So I would expect Ben Johnson, BJ, Mr. BJ, 
not Boris Johnson, not be, the better Johnson, Ben Johnson, to keep starting, starting, could be good for Game Week 30. If you're on a free hit, I would probably go like Cresswell and maybe a, uh, someone like a Yarmolenko, Fornells, Ben Rama, Lanzini could all be very, very good on a free hit, you know, because you don't want them long term, but they could bang because Spurs, you don't know what you're going to get with them, do you? You don't know what you're going to get with them. West Ham, though, you know sometimes you can get goals. Villa then, well, they were on a streak, proper streak, but teams like Villa now, they're realistically not going to reach Europa League levels. And they're definitely not going to be in any relegation scrap at all. So I can see them starting to dip in and out. Probably more more of an experimental phase for Gerard for the rest of the season, I reckon. Now, especially with this loss. If they had one year, it might have been, you know what? Oh, we can reach it. But maybe not now. They do play in Game Week 30 as well, though. But it is Arsenal at home, though. So they do one of the only teams playing at home. What? Because only half the teams are playing. And only and there's only four teams at four games. Have I, have I said any words the last 10 minutes? So I, I am a proper cheeky scrub, and I? I just... My brain works slower than my mouth, all right? So I'm like... Blah, 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 and my mouth's like, I don't know what you're saying. I didn't even know what I'm saying. Fun fact, I had to go to speech therapy when I was younger. So blame that. Not my fault. Villa, though... Okay, Villa play Arsenal, but their Villa at, are at home. Is it worth even going for the Villa? Arsenal do look very good right now. They are the team that we're going to chinwag about next as their last game this week. But... Do you jump on the Villa players? It's, it's tough. It's, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. But Endia looked good when he came on. So maybe he could force himself a start here. He has been coming on in the last couple of games. So I reckon maybe they could uh, experiment with a change of formation. But I think Arsenal with more of a fight. Arsenal have... Oh, we'll get to Arsenal in a minute, Bacon Boy. Hold your horses. Put the brakes on. I'm sorry. Villa, I think Ramsey could be good. Kati I mean, all of their players could be good, right? Walking Zings could go and score a brace. Uh, Ramsey, Coutinho could do very well. But uh, is it like a, you need them? Not at all. Not at all. I wouldn't say so. Probably having one or two is a good idea, though. Especially one. Especially on a free hit. I, right now, will have cash. And that's it. Which is probably one of the worst players you could have, saying they're playing Arsenal. But uh, that's just where it's gone, isn't it? My knee-jerky reaction, though, they lost this game. Avoid for next week. There you go. See, i got to remember that. i got to pretend to do this meme about I I'm over-jerking and knee-jerking about all the players because that's the whole point of the series, right? Yeah. But let's, let's have our last final jerk. Oh, so sad. Our final jerk of the year. Of all the game week. Where we saw Arsenal. Well, some of you might not saw, especially if you're blind. Sorry, sorry to hear that if you are. Arsenal beat the Leicester. Arsenal looking pretty good. At least five win. I, I need to stop saying it like that. They've won five games in a row now. That's better. That's better. In the league, that is. And they're only in the league, actually, because they don't have Europe. But they probably will next year at this rate. Who would you... They. Uh, I'm literally all over the place right now. I've got KFC delivered. I'm hungry. I'm sorry. Okay. Arsenal are a team player next week, as we've been talking about for the last 10 minutes because they play Villa. Playing Villa away. They're away, not Villa away. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Probably not. Who would you go for for Arsenal then? I would probably go for... Don't go for Martinelli. Don't. Not because he's a bad FBL option, because I have him and I don't want anybody else to have him, right? Martinelli looked pretty good. He had a few few good chances to score. He does come off early, though, which is, uh, which is a problem. Oh, yeah, I should probably mention that. 
even though I'm talking about options here, some teams like Spurs and Arsenal and, no, that's it actually, do have another game. So for instance, I could say Martinelli, best Arsenal option right now, and he goes and gets injured on Wednesday and doesn't play in the blank. And like if that happens. But for now, he's not injured. So Martinelli, I mean, he got an assist this game from a corner. Lovely stuff. Scored the game before as well. He's looking very, very good, especially at his price of 5.3 million. Absolute bargain. No, that is illegally cheap for how good he is, for how good Arsenal are, for how good their fixtures are, and playing a blank. Yes. Actually, if you're planning long-term moves, Arsenal are probably the team to jump on because they play in this blank. And then they got great fixtures long-term, especially against teams which don't have much to play for. They play Palace, Brighton, Southampton all in a row, all mid-table teams, who even though aren't, aren't going to be the easiest of fixtures, just because they're not fighting for much, especially the likes of Brighton and Southampton we're already seeing, they kind of just dip down a bit. And, you know, if you lose 5% of your momentum and your, your will to fight in this league, then that's enough to lose. So, yeah, oh, my God. I actually spoke... Decent words and words of wisdom there. Wow, I can do it. See, I'm proud of me, myself. Wait. I just messed up there. <laughs> yeah, Arsenal then. Defensively, Tierney looks good. But with Tommy Asu out, Tierney's actually not pushing up as much. So I would actually save my money with White instead, who I think managed to secure himself a bonus point in this game just gone as well. Uh, so White could be good uh, price-wise. He's only 4.5 million, even though he looks like he's ready for night out on Geordie Shaw after. You know, he, he might be flagged the next day because he's had a few too many vodkas. Oh, I know the feeling. Hey, hey lads, 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 lads. <laughs> uh, Ramsdale, though. Ramsdale, he's just he's just good, isn't he? Did he? He made three saves and ended up getting two bonus in a game. See, how do you get two bonus in a game that finishes 2-0? You would expect the goal scorers to overtake him, but nah, he's like... My bonus points. Lagazette, nowhere near to be the bonus. And he scored. There we are then. See, Martinelli isn't even in the top five Arsenal bonus point system players. And he got an assist. Ramsdale ahead of him. Ramsdale clear. Ramsdale, the keeper to go for for the rest of the season, in my opinion. Wow. So, I would go Ramsdale, Martinelli, White, Saka. Saka did not... He was quite quiet this game. But... He still had good chances and was involved. So the fact that he, he he does that, even when he's quite quiet and didn't do anything, it just goes to show you when he's on it, he could get a lot of points. He did actually hobble a bit at the end. So maybe keep an eye... Oh, saying that, that's a good thing about the double here, though, is that if he's missing for Liverpool, then you're like, right, okay, yeah, I know he's not going to play next game now. But then if, if he's back and fine, you're like, I know he's fine, let's get him in. So, yeah, out of those four options I just said, very, very good. You could, actually, Lacazette. Problem with Lacazette is the price, 8.4 million. He did get a goal this game, but he's only got one more point. Actually, he's got the same amount of points as Martinelli when Martinelli assisted, just because Martinelli got the clean, cheap points. So, the fact that Martinelli is 3 million cheaper, that's why I prefer him over Lacazette. But then you could argue that there's not many great forwards in the game right now. So, Lacazette, best striker in the league. Problem is Lacazette lacks a threat. He's not Lacazette, he's lacks a threat. There you go. Although he just did score. No, sorry. Knee jerky reaction. He's the best striker in the entire world just because he scored a penalty. No, no, no. We don't care about penalties. No, no. He scored a penalty. Best striker in the world. Get him in. There you go. See, Nathan Bacon jerky. I've jerked hard enough there. Leicester then also play next week. Wow. 
Well, literally, out of the last four teams we talked about, they are half of the teams that are playing next week. What are the chances? I didn't even know that was the case, but there we are then. Leicester, yeah, they're just not good right now. Mainly because... Wait, Leicester have dropped down to 12th now. Oh, Leicester, 11 points off relegation. That is not many points. It really isn't. I know they've played less games. They are actually the joint... They've played the joint least amount of games, I think, so far, right now. Yeah, they got three more rescheduled games. But Leicester are focusing on the best ever trophy in the world that you could possibly get. No team has ever got it. It is not the Bottle Jobs Cup. It is actually the Europa Conference League. And you can quite clearly see they're resting their players in the league. They know they're not going to get relegated. I mean, they could actually, but you're not going to say they, they could. And they know that it's probably more likely to win the Europa Conference League rather than trying to fight for a Europa League spot right now. So if they win the Conference League, they can get that, that, that Europa League spot. So it does make sense why they're going for it, but it also makes sense why you should target them right now. Which is one reason I would say, I wouldn't say avoid their players for this blank because they are playing Brentford at the end of the day. But, yeah, I probably wouldn't go for them. The fact that it's going to be an uh, international break after this as well. Players like Madison and that, players like James Justin, who if they had loads of games after, you would say uh, they're probably going to rest them here. The fact that they have a break they're going to play their best their best squad, try and get a result. So, yeah. All right, that's the games chinwagged about then. Let's go back over what games are playing next week and what options we go for. Finish it off by a live reaction on my rank and also my non-FPL topic. All right, so the games next week, to wrap it all up, Game Week 30 is a big boy blank game week with only Wolves, Leeds, Villa, Arsenal, Leicester, Brentford, Spurs and West Ham playing. Wolves players I would go for... Even if, all right, I'm going to just say this broadly, and then obviously if you're on a free hit or if you're looking long-term, then it's going to change sl slightly. But good enough players to target for Wolves. Saar, Cody, maybe Jimenez, that's probably it. Huang, if he's fit, not sure if he will be. Leeds, you could go for Rafinha. Maybe a differential part in someone like a Rodrigo or Dan James. Dan James, best player. Uh, but Gelhart actually looks pretty damn good. I doubt Bamford. Bamford might start again, but he looked tired. So I'd probably avoid him. Uh, but I would probably go heavier towards Wolves rather than Leeds there. Villa-Arsenal. It's quite hard to say. You would say Arsenal, but players like Coutinho, players like Ings, Daddy Ings, Daddy, could just whip something out of nothing. So if you've got players from either good enough... Probably one of the least targetable ones, just because it's probably the most even. Only because Arsenal are the away team. If Arsenal were home, I'd say definitely get on their players. But uh, yeah, Villa then, you could go for a Jacob Rams, you could go Coutinho, you could go Watkins, you could go Matty Cash, best ever defender. Uh, uh, only the best FPL man, just get him on a free hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, a wild card, sorry. Uh, Arsenal then, you got Ramsdale, you got Saka, you got Martinelli, you got Lacazette, you got Thomas Partey. Oh, wait, I just realised. Come on, this is Nathan Bacon jerky. I got a jerk over the players that just scored. Party, goal and assist. Best player, get him in. He's guaranteed to get you goals every single week. I joke, but he did actually look very good. And also with the crossbar. So did Rafinha twice, so that doesn't say anything. Leicester, Brentford then. Leicester players. I mean, someone like a Barnes, someone like a, like a Dakar, someone like a James Justin could do very well. But 
If you're going, if you're going long term, Leicester probably is the better one because on paper it looks the best, and they have a lot of doubles upcoming and good fixtures as well. So maybe someone like a Madison could be good. Uh, Vardy's out, so you can't go in. So maybe Daka's turn. Iheanacho started last game but didn't impress. So maybe Daka, maybe Madison, and then maybe James Justin. Maybe, maybe Albrighton. Maybe no one. Maybe they're not good enough. Yeah, that sounds about right. Brentford. That's a bit. Sorry, apologies for that. Cut, cut the cameras, cut the cameras. Brentford, though. Hmm. Tony, Pen Merchant. It's probably just Tony or Ericsson. You know what? Tony Ericsson. Great phone. <laughs> Leicester are very bad at defending set pieces. So maybe someone like Ericsson. If you're on a free head, I would definitely get Ericsson right here. Long term, though, I probably wouldn't jump on many Brentford. Just Tony. Just for the pens, probably. And to be fair, Tony is so good at pens. If they get the pen, you know it's a goal. You don't, need to, you don't even need to worry. They literally deposit the FBL points straight onto your account. As soon as the penalty is awarded. He doesn't even need to take it. Because it's guaranteed goal. Alright. The last game then. Spursy West Ham. Spursy. You probably already got double or triple. Because of this double. Unless you free it I guess. So I probably wouldn't suggest getting even more. Because West Ham's not the easiest of fixtures. West Ham are above them in the table. So that just says it all really. Um, but obviously, Kane and Asad are probably going to be one of the highest captains. So, definitely a good shout getting them. Not just because of that, because they could actually get all of the points. And then West Ham, quite hard to say. Any of their forwards could do it. Or none of their forwards could do it. And then maybe a Cresswell. But Ben Johnson is the best player to go for there right now. Not only because he's the best defender in the league. But also because he's very cheap. Cheap as chips. Great to hold long term as well. And that is Game Week 30. Knee jerked about after most of the Game Week 29 games are finished. Obviously more games still to play and it could completely change everything I say. But that's just FPL. But there you go. So now I'm going to refresh live FPL because it was actually down. Is it still down? Ref. It's still down. I think live FPL is dead. Um, um, that's not good. We cut to a commercial break. Alright, so not only is live FPL down, all the other websites to check your live rank is also down. So, I'm not used to things going down on me this much. I'm going to end the joke there. That, that's the punchline. Thanks. <laughs> Alright, let's finish off with our non-FPL topic then. Which is going to be short and sweet, as I always like to. Mainly because uh, I'm tired on a Sunday. And I got KFC. KFC's literally been injected into my nostrils right now. I'm like, I just want to eat it right now. Should I just turn this into a mukbang and start eating it and chinwag it? All right, my, my non-FBL topic is Chelsea. Now, Chelsea, because of Abramovich's ties to Russia and all that, not going to go into those political details. But the details I will go into is that Chelsea right now have to be sold and all of their accounts right now are frozen. All of their bank accounts. So I'm pretty sure they're not allowed to pay or they can't pay anybody's wages right now. And more importantly, they can't sign any new contracts. Now, players like Christensen, Rudiger and Azpilicueta are all out of contract. And especially players like Rudiger, you can tell he's been playing for a contract right now. If they turn around to him in next week and say, Sorry, Rudiger, but we actually can't give you a new contract. You're going to have to go to another club. He's not going to try as hard. Surely not. 
Well, maybe he does because he wants another team to give him a contract. So I don't know. I don't know if there's much in that. But Chelsea, actually, funny story first of that. Apparently, so the three their sponsor on their shirts cancelled the the sponsorship. Right. So Chelsea are no longer sponsored by three. And also, they've got, like, a one-star review on Trustpilot because of that. Because all Chelsea fans are like, Delete! You're the worst sponsor in the world! No, oh, terrible, terrible service! No, 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 one star for you. Which, although not funny, quite funny. But the more funny part is that they're, they're no longer sponsored. So Chelsea's shirts no longer have the three on them. But for this game against Newcastle this week, because their accounts got frozen... They could not buy any Chelsea shirts without the three sponsor. They couldn't order new short shirts in because their account being frozen. They got no money. So they have to still wear the sponsor that no longer sponsors them, which I think is pretty unlucky and also pretty funny. <laughs> but what's not funny is that Chelsea, the team we know, the team a lot of people hate, but a team a lot of their fans love, might never be the same. It could be the same. Somebody might take over. Well, they they are going to be have to be sold. And realistically, they're going to sell to the highest bidder, I guess. So it's not like they're going to completely change into a championship team. But right now, it's not looking good for them. Day by day, it could go on. Might be like Chelsea, never going to win a, a, a title, a trophy ever again. All these great players we've seen with them. They're, they're going to be the best we've ever seen. Uh, hang on, can we just... Can I just remind you that Chelsea's last big money signing under Abramovich was Lukaku. <laughs> that's that's the saddest part about it. But yeah, Chelsea, not looking good for them right now. I'm not going to go into the political dis discussion about it's not fair and all that because we don't decide that. And realistically, my opinion doesn't change anything. So I'm not going to bother to give it. There you go. But what I will say is that can this affect them later on? They've got these good fixtures, but by the time they play, they could be under new new uh, owners. The new owners could be completely different because they've been pretty damn lucky with Abramovich right now. He's chucked in a lot of money, not for profit, because he actually wants to win. There are not many football owners like that, especially at that top level in the game right now. Look at Man United's owners. They're all about social media clicks, money. Don't really care about trophies, even though they would earn more money if they went for trophies. But that's just what happens when non-football men go for the, the club, you know, as the businessmen. The businessmen come in over the football men. So Chelsea, if they don't get the right owner in, the new owner, it could actually go pretty down, down downhill. Probably the rest of the season, we're not really going to see it. But if a new owner comes in and be like, we're not we're not focusing on winning. We just want to earn money. Is that going to have effect on some of the players? And you know what? I think it might. I think psych psychological, especially players, doesn't get talked about enough. Where like Chelsea players, there it's not going to be with every single player, but de there are definitely certain players in this league where if they see their owner and their club that they're currently playing for is going to be completely destroyed and not going to be the same next week then they might actually get really affected by that and demotivated. They don't really want to play. And you're like, why are we mentioning that? Because that could affect a lot of us in FPL. If, for instance, Rudiger is like, now nah, you know what, can't be bothered to play for Chelsea. I played good enough this season. Barcelona are going to come knocking my door. Maybe a better club than that, hopefully. Do I even try? 
I, I know it's easy to say, oh, footballers, they're not going to stop trying, but it's that extra, that extra 1% or the extra, the, the, one 1% less or whatever in your motivation makes a hell of a difference. So if there's anything else, anything else in your mind, anything behind the scenes can really affect it. And maybe, maybe affect your playing and then maybe affect our FBL players and stuff. Because I actually avoided Chelsea on my wildcard because of this. Because I was like, one, there was rumours that they didn't even have enough petrol to get down to the stadium, which would have been a big unlucky. But yeah, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. But I'm going to end it there in terms of the topic, not end the entire thing here. Let's quickly go over my wildcard then. So right now, let's give a refresh. Before bonus, I'm on 55 points. Hey, So my wildcard was Ramsdale, Trent, Robertson, Doherty, Cash, Boo. Salah, Son, Saka, Martinelli, Gordon and Kane. And I went Kane, Captain over Salah when Salah scored three more points so far. And like, but Salah might be injured. So Kane going to score more points anyway. I'm the real winner. Right now, my knee-jerky reaction is that I'm actually very happy with this wild card. Because I was so close to going Cody instead of Cash, that one does hurt a lot because I would have had a lot of points this week. Probably better fixture and more point, more chance of points next week and also a better player to keep long-term. So, yeah, it's just a bit, just a bit wibbly-wobbly, unlucky decision, really, isn't it? Yeah. But apart from that, looking pretty damn good. Now, let me give one last refresh of live FPL. And hopefully, we can actually see our rank. And I think they're still down. I wish things went down on me this much. Oh, Yeah, it still says updating rank everywhere. Well, I was 54k before this. Uh, wait, I, hang on. I was 54k before the uh, the Arsenal game then. Which I had Ramsdale with his bonus points to come in. Martinelli and Saka. So, I think I should be in definitely top 50k, maybe even top 45k, and then after, I've still got 10 players left to play. Ramsdale, Tread, Robertson, Doherty, Salah, Salah maybe not actually, if he's injured, I like it. Son, Saka, Martinelli, Gordon, and Kane. So, I hopefully be in top 40k by the end of this, and prepared for next week, where I've already got 10 players for next week, only Gordon... The only blankers I've got in my squad are Foster, bench goalkeeper, of course, Salah, Trent, Robertson, Gordon. All the rest of my players are playing. But actually, players like Johnson, players like Huang, players like Geldhart, players like Doherty might not actually play. So I could have only five or six players. I could have ten. We'll have to find out. But that is going to be it for Nathan Bacon Jerky. Episode, don't do episode numbers. Game week 20. No, it's not. Game week 30, knee jerk. After the Game Week 29 games, only half of them played, but the ones that are played right now. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Make sure to listen and watch even more every week because we love it. Thanks. Just thanks. Appreciate you all. But also, remember. <laughs> Don't be a cheeky scrub. Subscribe to Nathan Bacon right now. <laughs>